Hello, governor. That's my imitation of the British taxi from season two, episode one, regular show. Great TV show series, am I right? Yeah. Can I get can I get a can I get a hoya for that one? Hoya. Thank you to the guy in the back. All right. So this is gonna be a double whammy episode tonight because tomorrow I'm gonna be going snowboarding, uh, and then stay in New York in at my sister's apartment. So I don't want to like you know make like a low quality episode tomorrow if I even can because then she's gonna be annoyed that I'm talking a lot because it's a relatively small apartment. So. I'm going to make both of them tonight, upload both of them tonight, but the second one is going to be for tomorrow, then on, so today is Friday, I'm uploading one for tonight and for tomorrow, and then on Sunday I'm going to get back into the normal swing of things. Yes, my previous double whammy, that was just because I felt like making two episodes in a single day, Uh, but now I need to because I'm not going to be making one tomorrow, for tomorrow. So, I'm going to go through this relatively quickly, but I'm going to keep it. You know, as it's always been, I'm going to keep it chill. It's going to be fun. It's going to be good. It's going to be very, very good. So, new series today, TMA for Tennis Match Analysis. It's going to be a good one because uh, it's going to be good. Yeah. It's not going to be like, you know, the... uh, It's not going to be like so common because... I mean, I can make it common, but like, I don't know. It's going to be more like the... It's not going to be as common of an episode series because I need to actually take the time to watch like a good match and then analyze it, this and that. And the one I've chosen today is the one I actually stayed up till 4 a.m. in the morning to see the first set of and then the rest of the game um, after that. So I uh, said so my, my Gravity Falls episode this morning at like 1.30 to like 2 or like 1.30 to like something a.m. Then I stayed up for a bit, watched the team, this Team Curious match for a little bit, and then I watched the rest of it later in the day. So, I am not going to be giving any spoilers. So, if you're trying to, like, figure out a spoiler, the only reason I put Curious v. Team in the title is because K for Curious is before the letter T for Team in the alphabet. So, I'm only doing alphabetically. Yeah, it's not like Curious was placed first, he won, or... Team was placed second, he won. It's not like that. So, yes. Tennis match analysis. And this match, as also I put in the title, is the Australian Open 2021 Round 3. I could have just put Australian Open 2021, the Round 3 doesn't matter, but, I mean, let's, let's be specific. You know, it's cool that way. It's very cool. So, let me start with, oh yeah, so double whammy, uh, snowboarding tomorrow, no spoilers at the start. Perfect. So I'm just going to say, I didn't see the entire match because there were other matches going on and I was watching on ESPN2 and there were co- there was coverage of other matches going on as well that were like finishing up or there were like um, major plot point twists, something that happened. So I didn't, so I, I saw like, you know, 90% of the match with that extra 10% I uh, missed and what those other matches were. So actually before the match started... Uh, there, I had taped the, what is it? Uh, yeah, Karatsev or Schwartzman. That match was insane. 6-3, 6-3, 6-3. Straight sets. This qualifier, Russian guy, absolutely insane. I, I watched, like, the last set of him versus Schwartz. Schwartzman's number, what, ten, uh, nine in the world, I think? And, guy's great, but this Karatsev guy, literally insane. Hits the ball so cleanly, very hard. Great placement on the serve. Finishes points at the net. 
with pretty much its forehand if it's like popped up. So, guys, a great game. Other matches that went on, we had Halep versus uh, Kundermatova. Kundermatova, yeah. So, that went on during the Team Curious match. We also had Djokovic versus Fritz. That went on during and after. Raonic and Fuchevich. Shapovalov, Felix Auger-Aliassime. You had an all-Canadian thing there. And I saw one bit like toward the, the, toward the uh, end of the second set where Shapovalov was serving, but there was someone in the audience who was like, saying something out loud, and Shapo got a little mad. So that was an unfortunate way to end the second set uh, between the, his first and second serve. So we also throughout the Team Curious match, there were just like bugs on the court. So that was a thing. Just thought I'd bring that up now. And I also have some stats that I will mention at the end for the overall overall stuff. So first set I watched this morning from three to four or so, more or less, and then. The rest of it after. So in major, in major tournaments or Grand Slams, whatever you want to call them, four of them you have the Australian Open, French Open, Wimbledon, and U.S. Open in that order, spanning, uh, you know, throughout the entire year from, or I mean, I guess from normally January to September, but the Australian Open now has started in February, first time in over a hundred years, I believe. So that's the thing. Roland Garros is usually in June. Wimbledon only a month later in July, so that's the smallest gap between major tournaments and then U.S. Open in, at the end of August slash September. Into September. So, we have... We are now going to talk about the Team Chaos match. Yes, no spoiler. So, if you want to you wanna tag along... Or not tag along, but you want to just listen and have no... And not, you know, know anything before, then, you know... I'm your guy. Or if you just want to go on to Google right now and look up who won, then, you know, you're free to do so. So, the game opens with team serving and wins the first point off of a Kyrgios unforced error. So that's cool. He goes up 15 love to start off. Then 15 30, 30 all, 30 40. Big forehand. Oh, yeah. So Kyrgios, he. He, he ties it up, then it's 15-all. Then Kyrgios goes up, or then uh, team goes down 15-30, then it goes 30-all, he ties it up. Then 30-40, so team has a little bit of a slow start, a little sluggish. And, uh, yeah, so Kyrgios, he's coming out. He's super energetic. He's, like, he's really out there. He, he just, he's, like, thriving off the crowd's energy. And he's also, like, you know, he's giving energy to the crowd to, like, cheer, uh, like you know, make them, you know, like, uh, support him. So, you know, so you have some big forehands and stuff, and he has, like, a huge, like, where he's, like, a come on after his, uh, after, uh, after he won the game. He came with the net team, hit a, hit a, like, a drop shot, unforced error, he just pushed it wide, then Nick, you know, come on, yeah, good job, so. He went up 1-0, he broke, then he, then his first game, his first serve, he hit an ace, out wide, pretty good. I actually saw some stats later on. It says his uh, like about his service motion. There's about 0.61 to like 0.63 seconds between serves. Uh, sorry, not between serves. I'm sorry. Between uh, the release of his ball toss to when he makes contact 
with the racket. So that's so I got a note from the commentators as well. They said that is actually like pretty good because uh, shorter ball tosses, shorter like you know ball tosses, uh, contact point. That means that um, if you have like a longer ball toss, the coordination between your left hand and the or the uh, throwing hand and the hitting hand might be off a little bit. So I might want to. I might, I might learn something from that. I might want to try out a quicker service motion. So, Kyrgios, he went up. Yeah, he went up 40 love in his service game. He hit a he hit a he um an underarm serve. He missed it. He went, went for a normal serve. Team returned it, and he went for a tweener. Missed it wide again, but, you know, he's just getting off. And it's better that he did it at 40 love than, you know, on break point, which he actually... Ended up doing later in the match. That's not really a spoiler. That's just like, you know, because I'm not telling you like scores or anything, you know, so that's just a thing that happened. But yeah, so 40 15, he did that, missed it. Then he actually went to Deuce that game. And actually, I think like at 40 15, he hit a second serve at like 139 miles an hour. So honestly, you know, he's doing his thing. He's just completely doing his thing so he he actually made it he had a fall on that and then you know after another point he went to deuce and then so like you know a little scare at the starts for a break back but he ends up holding uh to go uh to go up to zero in the first so yeah and i wrote i have all this on sticky notes i can't just remember that off the top of my head nah, 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 nah. so we have let's see oh yeah so within the next few games of a serve uh, next few service games, he fakes these underarm serves to, like, throw team off a bit, uh, so he, like, you know, fakes it, and then he, like, hits a normal serve, so he, like, tries to bring team in, because team is usually, so at first he, like, was up on the baseline trying to do stuff in his first return game, it wasn't really working, so he had to go back, like, you know, 15 feet behind the baseline, and that worked a little better, but, you know, Kyrgios, you know, recognize that from Nadal's game, who also stands far back on the return, the underarm serve can, you know, throw him off a bit, so, he holds to zero, then team, um, so he goes up to zero, teams now serving, 2-1, he holds, Kyrgios holds, 3-1, and, uh, yeah, th- there was this part, th- there was this, like, call, I believe, at, t- I forget which game, it was either at 2-1 or 3-1, uh, team hit a ball right on the baseline, right at Kyrgios's feet, that's how, okay, so also his, the spell, I just remember this, the spelling. Oh, excuse me, I'm sorry. The spelling of his name is K-Y-R-G-I-O-S, but it's pronounced Kyrgios. So the G is silent. So, Kyrgios, there was this ball. So, John McEnroe and Patrick McEnroe, they were the two commentators uh, for the match. And they mentioned there was this 3mm rule or this thing with, like, Hawkeye where it's accurate up to 3mm. So, it can, like... So it doesn't see exactly where it lands, but with the spin of the ball and the height and all that, it uh, predicts the placement. And it's right, it's correct within, you know, three millimeters. So if someone challenges the ball and it's like one, two millimeters out, there's a chance that the Hawkeye might not have been correct and the ball might have been in when it said it was out. So that's just uh, an interesting point. So, so yes. So, comfortable hold by team, he goes, he uh, tries to catch it, he goes 3-2, and then, ah, uh, yes, a good point at, so, yeah, 3-2, so, 40, uh, sorry, 4-2, Kyrgios held his game 
up. Now, team is serving 30-15. So, he hits a tweener during the point. And, like, during the point, John McEnroe, Patrick Mahomes, he's like, oh, Kyrgios is going to get mad at that because Kyrgios is the guy who does that. But, nah, he, Kyrgios ended up winning that point, but team won the game. So, now Kyrgios is up 4-3, leading with a break, 4-3. And, yeah, and then it goes up 5-3. Yeah, I didn't have much to talk about in the next week. So, then, 4-3, Kyrgios holds 5-3, team holds 5-4, Kyrgios holds for the sets. Six four. So yeah, this is un- so some shots are uncharacteristic by team. Uh, he's like you know, he's making some errors. Some he's not like in rhythm, and he has the low first per- uh, first serve percentage. I believe I saw a stat that said forty four percent of his first serves actually landing in in the first set. So I mean, he still got four games off of Kyrgios, but still he he wasn't doing too hot. And also, Kyrgios, he's in high spirits right now. He's just, like, there's no anger coming from him. There's no, there's nothing. Like, he's, he's just he's just doing his thing. He's hitting some tweeners. He's just, I don't know, he's just doing his thing. So, and also, he's, like, saying, like, too good on certain shots. And, like, you know, that like that's ridiculous. So, John McEnroe, one of the McEnroe's, they said... Um, if he was not in the lead, if, say, it was a team who was up 4-2, would Kyrgios still be saying, like, too good, or would he still be, like, having these, like, respectful comments toward team and, uh, a, sh- a shot that he made that was good, that team, that Kyrgios, like, couldn't touch? So, that's something to think about, but, honestly, me, I, I, I think that he, uh, I think that he still would have, there's still respect between, you know, himself and the plays, but, I mean, granted, he might have, like, clouded judgment if he's... Um, like feeling a little uh, frustrated about certain points if he's like uh, losing in a set, so maybe he wouldn't have. But if he's th- if he th- if he's thinking clearly and he's not too frustrated, then yeah, I believe he would be saying the things that he did like too good or that's ridiculous or like that ridiculous like in a good comment like oh that's that that's crazy like that that was terrible no like that's ridiculous like oh that's that's an incredible shot that's ridiculously good yeah. So, and to close the set, he had this reaching forehand volley right at the net. A uh, nice little drop shot just popped over. And, uh, and yes, yes. So, he won this first set 6-4. So, good job to him. Now, we have the second set. Team is starting. He Team is a first serve again. I wrote down that he held comfortably. At the start of the second set, with a with a hold at love, and if you don't know tennis terminology, a hold at love basically just means that you uh, that that your opponent doesn't get a single point in a game, or you know, in your service game. Yes. So for win percentage, so <clears throat> there was a prediction after the first set. The so before the game, before the match, there was a seventy percent chance in favor of team, 70 to 30, in favor of team at the start of the game, that he would win, but then after the first set, it was 53 to 47 that Nick Kyrgios would win, so that's interesting, people were starting to go on side, and I actually, I stuck with team the entire time, like, I knew Nick has a skill set, and he would be a challenge for team, but I didn't think Nick could win, and I was having a little doubts at this point, but no, I was still, I was still mostly confident that team would come out on top, I mean, he's world number three for a 
reason. He's the U.S. Open champ for a reason. So. Then Nikiros holds out love. It's 1-1. Kiros, he's hyped up. He's saying all these come-ons. He's doing, he's doing his whole thing. So, uh, the, the, so there's a break point. And, oh yeah, Kiros, he was hyped about a break point, but then the team turned it, turned it up a bit. He saved those break points, and he held to go up 2-1. Then, 15-love, uh, Kyrgios did an underarm serve ace. Just a little note in that fourth game. Then he tied it up to all. Team closes the game. He had two aces. He goes up 3-2 in that game. Nick holds 3-all. There was a... Oh, yeah, I mentioned the quick versus slow service motion a little bit ago. I just thought I'd pop that note in again for some reason. So, yeah, throw that in there. Then you have... Then team went up 4-3. Kyrgios went up 4-all. Not went up. He tied it up 4-all with a love hold. And Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm getting lost in my notes. I kind of wrote it quickly throughout. Kyrgios love hold. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. From 4-3 to 4-4, he had a hold. And then at 4-all, huge game. Some good amount of deuces going back and forth. But there were no break points for team yet. Then uh, Kyrgios, he had some break points at 4-all. He converted his third break point, so he went up 5-4 in the second set. Then at a love hold, he held and he won the second set 6-4, same as the first set. And he closed it with an underarm serve ace. So, a little bit of dis- not even disrespect, but I mean it was practical cuz team barely even ran for it. He was team was feeling a little down in the dumps after being broken and you know, he just wasn't in the spirit so much. Third set start team serving again at the start he holds 1-0. So, uh, actually, Kyrgios, he had two good backhand return winners back-to-back. That w- They were some pretty good shots, pretty pretty clean, penetrated through the court. They And he had two break points, but team uh, closed the game with two backhand winners. So, Kyrgios wasn't able to convert the break points. So... And if you don't know what a break point, a break point is just when you like break a person serve. Like a person sold uh, serving, and the returner wins. They, you know, quote unquote, they broke the server's serve game. So, yes, a, a person serving they can't break. They can only hold serve to you know win. Or it's either they hold or they get broken. The returner he either he just like loses or he breaks the serve. In the second game. Uh, team has his first break points in the second game of that third set. And that's a little devastating. Kyrgios, so that he's starting to, um, Kyrgios is starting to fall off a bit. Once again, he was like high energy through the first and second set. Literally insane. Uh, team, his first break points are at, or are in the second game, and he goes up 2-0. So now team, he got his first break points, he got the first break, now he's a lead. So now Kyrgios, he's being—he's now slightly annoyed at the crowd. His crowd, uh, the crowd. Um, what does the crowd do? They're like yelling in between the points, and Kyrgios like doesn't like that. And 
And it was funny, because he was the one, like, riling up the crowd in the previous set, so... You know. So the negative energy, uh, the commentator, uh, commentators mentioned this, it may hurt him, and um, it does, especially uh, within this set, because he then goes down 3-0 after team holds again. And, yeah, there's the stat that team... He had three victories, so coming into the game, uh, into the match, he had three victories throughout his entire career uh, from, being, from being down two sets to love, two sets to zero. And one of them was at the 2020 U.S. Open final against Severev. So, so yeah, team held at 3-0. Then Nick won his, held his first service game, 3-1. So, and then the commentators also said, you know, Nick is starting to self-destruct. He's... Um, he's getting a little angrier, he's, he's not, like, enjoying himself on the court as much, and therefore his game is kind of going downhill just a tad. So, team holds, he goes up 4-1, Nick holds 4-2, team holds 5-2, Nick holds 5-3, and at 30 love, when he loses the point, he throws his racket down at the ground in frustration, and... So, 6-3, team holds, because, wait, team, uh, sorry, 6-3, uh, team holds at, oh, no, I'm sorry. Wait, 5-3, wait, no, who's serving, sorry. Team serves, Ian, team serves, it was a 5-2. Here is a 5-3. Um, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, team holds at love. Nick Kyrgios hits a tweener into the net. Oh, yeah, no, I'm sorry. I remember now. He was at the back of the court in the baseline, and he just wanted the point to get over with because he was down 40 love. So he just, you know, hit like a low percentage tweener at the net, at the baseline and just went into the net. So... Team won the first set. Now he's trailing two to one instead of two to zero. Uh, with the set, he won six to three. So the fourth set begins. Kyrgios is now starting off with the serve. So I wrote that it's a long first game. The fourth set it went over eleven minutes, and Kyrgios he's mad at the umpire for not controlling the crowd, for being loud and uh, obnoxious during the points or during. Yeah, like, during the point. And it's quite funny, because the commentators, they also said this. This is, like, a second time. Um, where he was the one, he was trying to, like, you know, rile the crowd. He was, like, bringing them into the match. Now he wants them to shush, and he wants the umpire to shush them and, like, do his job. So, a little ironic, but, yeah. So, after 11 minutes, Kyrgios holds. Goes up 1-0. So, then the crowd... Oh, yeah, they're, I sorry, I wrote down in the Kerncraft 400 chain. You're like, whoa, oh, 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 that one. They're trying to like, you know, they they do that there. They have their like chance. There's like an Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi throughout. So crowd, they're they're into the match. They're they have their chance. That's cool. Uh, at a love hold team holds uh, to go one one, and at this point, before it went from what it was fifty to so the percentage of the win the Guessing percentage win was 53 to 47 in favor of Nick, but now it's 64 to 36. 
Yeah, 64 to 36 in favor of Nick because he went up two sets. I was still holding. I was still. I was still thinking like, nah, team's got it. So then Nick holds. He goes up two one. Team holds two two. Then three two three three. They each held uh, and a love hold. Nick held at love. A lot of a lot of love holds throughout the entire match. So four three. Nick Kyrgios goes up. And, yeah, so this says, oh, yeah, team, he's at the back of the court. He rips a cross-court forehand. It lands in, and then, like, the completely in, like, the corner of the court on Kyrgios' side of 40 love. So that's pretty cool. Or to go out to 40 love. And then 4-4 at a love hold. Team, uh, he has two more break points. Kyo saves both of them. Saves them. Um, but then there's a break. Team breaks again. And then he goes up 5-4. Yes. There's a point penalty because Nick was doing... Ugh. I'm sorry, I was writing this quickly. I'm trying to read what I wrote. It's kind of like, eh, right now. 150. Uh, 15 to love start. Oh, yeah, 15 love start. Hold the thing. More self-destruction. Not really helping Nick out. And there's some big forehands by Nick. Da-da-da-da-da. The Hawkeye. There's like a close call tension with the Hawkeye, but then team won uh, 6-4 in the fourth set. Yeah, he won 6-4 in the fourth set with a close Hawkeye call. And there's also this uh, bit that the commentators mentioned that Kyrgios would have gotten like a lot angry with that close call if it was a, if there was an actual Lions person because they just have because due to COVID they just have the line they have the uh, Hawkeye system which is just this uh, invention back in like two like nineteen like maybe late nineteen nineties or early two thousands where they oh, where it's just a bunch of cameras around the roof of a stadium looking on the court and they give stats about you know the spin of a ball and this its speed its height its this and that so. Yeah, and then there was this close call, and Kyrgios, he would have gotten much angry if there's a Lions person and a dispute about the call, but no. It being a machine, it's not wrong, you know, within three millimeters. And, uh, yeah, so team won 6-4 uh, in the fourth set. So, as of right now, uh, Kyrgios, he won the first two, 6-4, six, 6-4, four, six, four. then team won the third and fourth, 6-3, six, 6-4. Six, so, now starting the fifth set, Nick Kyrgios... At a love hold, goes up 1-0, and after the game, he sprints over to, like, the changeover chair. Uh, then after they switch sides, team, he opens and closes this game with aces. He ties it 1-1. And now there is a serve plus one thingamajiggy at 15 love, and at 30 love by Kyrgios. There's, so in the first one, he has an underarm serve. Kyrgios comes up, and then he uh, hits a backhand down the line. Uh, winner down the line. And... One of the McEnroe's, they were joking about how that's like the new serve plus one technique. I mean, honestly, it was. And also the next one after that was also another serve plus one. There was a serve and volley. 
uh, hit it out wide. There was this half volley at the net. Drop shot winner. Kyrgios held that game 2-1 at a love hold. Uh, team won the next game 2-all at a love hold. And oh, oh yeah, there was this hindrance. So uh, team hit the ball. He he served the ball and Kyrgios uh, hit a just a, like a backhand chip shot. And he said, sit midway through the point because like he wants the ball to like, you know, like sit down like he wants the ball to land in. Yet the umpire called a hindrance on that and gave the point to team because, you know, he's not allowed to like, you know, talk to the point. Then Kyrgios comes up to the chair umpire and he's like arguing about him because like he was arguing like, you know, why, what about like, um, like people's grunts, like midway through the point, like how come those aren't hindrances? So that actually brings up an interesting point that, well, might, that might be discussed among like, you know, ATP or like the uh, professional tour, like chairman about, you know, rules on grunting and stuff like that. So that was interesting that he brought that up, the uh, the grunting bit when you hit a ball. So, so yes, to serve, but wait, what does it say? Some of this 30 love to, uh, what does that say? It says something to serve this, like the number two, to serve th- things. 30 love, uh, fails third try for him, something, whatever. Go, uh, um, Kyrus goes up 3 2, team ties it up 3 3. And Nick, he's hitting some big serves at this point. And uh, there's this forehand pass by Team in one game. Pretty cool. At like 30 love. There's this break point for Team. He goes wide up the line. Something. He converts the second break. Then there's a fish shake after that reaction as his only reaction throughout the entire because team he's relatively calm there's like no anger there's nothing coming from him so that was his, the most emotion most emotion he had in the game so then he went up 4-3 after the break after he broke Kyrgios's game then he he held that love to go up 5-3 the backhand winner and Kyrgios said that's ridiculous yeah, and then Kyrgios holds with an ace, 5-4, then team at the very last point of the match. He ripped the backhand winner down the line. You have see Kyrgios like, clapping his hand on his racket, and team won 6-4. So, the the overall score in the game, it was quite simple. 6-4, 6-4, sorry, sorry, sorry. It was 4-6, 4-6, 6-3, 6-4, So every time one player got five games, they were guaranteed the win on the set, the set win. So it's just one. So there's only one break in each. Actually, yeah, only. <laughs> so so breaks were king in this in this match because. There's only one break in each set, two by Kyrgios in the first two, three by team in each of the last three. And yeah, so I now I have some stats written down. So team, uh, so the unforced errors really brought out the 
the uh, like it was like a selling point. There was in, in the match. So even though team only won by two games in the end, uh, Kyrgios he, throughout the match, team hit twenty eight. Kyrgios hit forty seven unforced errors. Unforced errors are basically so if you have the opportunity to hit the ball into the court and you miss it. That's unforced. A forced error is where the opponent hits a really good shot and your racket like lands on it, but you don't really have like the clearest. You don't have the best opportunity to hit it. You can't like really hit it in. I mean, if you do, like good, sh- good job, good shot, lucky, good job. But it's if it goes out, then you know it's it's okay because it was forced. Uh, team hit had fifty seven winners to next forty uh, fifty two. So okay. Team had 19 less unforced errors and five more winners. That helped throughout, you know, in the match, especially in the final three sets. He picked it up a little bit more. And break points, as I just said, team had three. He he converted three of his ten opportunities. Kyrgios uh, converted only two of his eight break point opportunities, and those were in each of the sets. And that really does matter. And that happened all over 3 hours and 21 minutes. And now the next match that we have, we have Team who faces against Dimitrov in the next match. And it's actually quite surprising, the head-to-head. Uh, Dimitrov leads 3-2. to two. And I didn't actually expect that. I thought Team would be in lead, but no. Over the last five meetings, Dimitrov is he's leading that stat, so... Pretty cool. I believe t- uh, teams should win that. I'm going to watch that one as well. Maybe I'm going to make a, another TMA about that, but, you know. I might actually, I, I could make one about a few other matches in the in this tournament. They've been pretty good so far. This one, it's been really good. And, uh, yes. Yes, that is, that's a yes right there. So, I'm going to leave that episode of that. Uh, I can, I, I should probably make it a little better. The next time I do it with the note rank is I didn't really, I didn't really like you know read half the stuff too well. And there's even one thing I wrote that I don't even know, you know, what it was. So definitely, definitely gonna be better in the future. But yes, thank you guys for listening. I'm eight. I'm signing off, and I'm about to make episode 37 right after this. And you will see what will be in that episode when I talk about what will be in that episode in the episode that will be. The one after this. I did that on purpose. Don't worry. My sentence structure isn't actually like that. When I, you know, speak normally. I mean, you should know that because you just listened to like 34 and a half minutes of me talking about tennis. So. Yay! Yay! We get it to the end of the episode. Thank you guys for listening. I will catch all of you in the future.